to this message is hymn 521. Hymn 521. shadow of the highest my defense shall ever be for his eye that never sleepeth still his watching Last 
Simraita. Being a child of the kingdom of heaven, had absolute trust in the Lord God. And so it's too family on the promises of God that can never fail. Hence, he could say with confidence that he was dwelling in the shadow of the almighty King of Kings. And he said he had been covered with his feathers, resting under the wings. Standing on the promise of God, he said, that no evil could befall him as long as he remained in the shadow of this mighty God. He said, this mighty God is his sheet and buckler. He then concluded by saying that he was safe from every fear of any danger. Now, what is that promise where the child of God can't stand upon? Now we will read now in Psalm 91. Psalm 91, 1 to 13. Psalm 91, 1 to 13. Psalm 91, 1 to 13. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers and under His wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come near thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample on their feet. Amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit inspired King David to put down all these promises of God, all of which came to pass in the life of David. None of these promises where David writes were not come to pass in his life. 
So this was the promise this Imrata stood upon. It means, therefore, that the sheet and buckler of this same writer and that of King David was the truth. Let's read our false again. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. David said that he had chosen the way of truth and that he had worked in it. Which you shall read in Psalm 119, verse 38. Psalm 119, 38. Verse 38. I have chosen the way of truth. David, who wrote these promises of God in Psalm 91, chose the way of truth. And that truth became his buckler, his sheet. And in Psalm 26, verse 3b, make we see it in David talk. Psalm 26, verse 3b. B. And I have walked in thy truth. David did not choose the way of truth. But he did what? He walked in it. And so that truth became a sheet and buckler. So this same writer, we write this same, so we will just sing so. Also chose the way of truth and walked in it. And the promise of God will never fail. When God speaks and says a thing, and promise something. Don't doubt it. Trust in that promise. It shall surely come to pass. This truth is also the secret place of the Most High God. And so, when the righteous dwells or abides in this truth, that righteous person must surely come under the shadow of the Almighty God, who will now be his refuge and fortress, that is, protection from the devil, his demons, and from his human agents. That's why he wrote, he that dwelleth in the city of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That city place of the Most High now be this truth. Once you dwell in that secret place, hidden to in the Bible, you must surely come under the shadow of the Almighty God.
and all the promises. We will just read in Psalm 91 now. We now be the possession of that righteous person as long as he continues walking in that truth. To walk in the truth simply means to obey all the doctrines of Christ, which the spirit of truth has given to his true church. To walk in the truth simply means to obey all the doctrine, that is the hidden truth, the mystery of the kingdom of heaven, the doctrines of Christ, we speak of God, we don't give the true church, which he has given to us in the church. And so the righteous who have found this truth and have chosen this truth to walk in it are grieving, that is, they are cut in the palms upon the Almighty God. Isaiah 49, verse 16. Isaiah 49. Verse 16. Behold, I have graven thee upon the palms of my hands. Thy walls are continually before me. So the righteous nation, or the righteous, who have found this truth and are chosen the way of this truth, and are walking in this truth, that is, obeying the doctrines where the truth teach them, are grieving upon the palms of the Almighty God. Everything about them is before God. That's why it is impossible for the wicked one, the devil, to touch them. And none of his human agents can pluck them out of the everlasting arms of God. Can anybody pluck somebody with God saying, don't carve for him palm? Can the devil or human being pluck that person out of God's palm? No. So they are safe in the hollow of his palms. And God will never forsake them, nor forget them, because they are under watchful eyes of the Almighty God, who does not sleep. What did I say? I said, they are under the watchful eyes of the Almighty God, who does not sleep. Just as that hymn right I said in Sansa 1. Sansa 1. In the shadow of the highest, my defense shall ever be. For his eye that never sleepeth still is watching over me. That is, they are under who? The watchful eyes of the Almighty God. Neither him right at it also. Because he no say. God, don't cover for him, Pam.
and God will never allow them to perish in any storm that comes their way. Storm will come. Every human being experiences storm. But those who are not in the shadow of mercy shall drown in that storm. But God, who has given you upon the palm of his hand, will never allow you to perish in any storm that comes your way. Any storm we sit and raise against that righteous who are choosing the way of truth and is walking in this truth, that child of God will never perish in that storm. Mark 4. Mark 4, 37 to 40. Chapter 4, verse 37 to 40. And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship, so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him, and say unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind, and the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? These disciples, they did a sheep. Jesus did with them there, that sheep. Just as Jesus is with all those who are in the sheep of truth. Satan can't raise a terrible storm again. this sheep which Jesus did. The disciples became afraid. They thought they were going to perish. But Jesus, the truth, the master of all storms, can't do anything. He can't command those storms to be still when they cry to him. And the storm became still. He can't rebuke them. Why are you faithless? You are in this truth. You are in this ship of truth. Are they with you? Because they fear this storm. No matter how great that storm is, which did they make you they fear? Will I allow you to perish? No. You know the devil in his usual strategy will always use his weapon of fear to make us see things or to hear of evil reports that will frighten us. That's not a strategy. So these disciples saw this terrible storm. See them, they see this storm where they come. You go pay inside this storm. That's what the devil does to those who are choosing this way of truth and are walking in it. But I assure you, 
As long as Jesus is with you, you'll never perish in any storm. Because in this world, there will be trouble. I've been up to I talk. Say in the world, we shall have what? Tribulation. Say, but we are good cheer. I'm with you. I will command every stomach to squeeze and be calm around you. As long as you are choosing this way or you are walking in it. Therefore, they should stand on these promises in Psalm 91. Where did I talk? They should stand, therefore, on the promise Psalm 91. It's for them. When Satan uses his weapon of fear against them, stand on the promises. This promise, they will surely come to pass. It was in this truth that David walked that gave him such confidence. See what he can talk. Psalm 27. Psalm 27. 1 to 3. 1 to 3. Then five to six. Read one to three first. One to three. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war should rise against me, in this will I be confident. Mm -hmm. Verse 5. Yes, to For in, in the time of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set me up upon a rock. And now shall my head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Yes, you see. This truth now give David that confidence. Walking this truth. He said, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Abby? That this truth is our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear therefore? This truth is the strength of our life. Of whom shall we be afraid? What is giving David this confidence? This truth. We don't choose so. We in the walk inside so. Now give her this confidence. And naturally, no enemy ever prevail against David. Now we can see how important it is to know this truth. That is the point I'm coming to now. And those who have chosen the way or truth, how privileged you are. This truth, having known it, having chosen it, and you are walking in it, gives you freedom from fear. Gives you what? It's supposed to give you freedom from fear. It gives us freedom from Satan tricks and from his human agents. It gives us freedom from Satan trap. Just as Jesus said, he said you shall know the truth, and the truth shall do what? 
shall make you free. That is the freedom that you have in this truth. And the Spirit of God can't talk in Isaiah 14, verse 3. Isaiah 14, verse 3. And it shall come to pass in the day that the Lord shall give thee rest from thy sorrow and from thy fear and from the hard bondage wherein thou wast made to serve. This is the Spirit of God talking, confirming what Jesus Christ said. He shall know the truth and he shall make you free. He said, shall come to pass in that day, having known this truth, having shown the world this truth, that the Lord, who is your refuge, who is your divine protection now because of this truth, shall give you rest from sorrow of heart. You think we're going to give you sorrow? And from fear, fear of witches and wizards, fear of death, fear of enemies, where they pursue you, she will give you rest. So if you are not come to this rest, then you need to check your life, whether you are actually walking in obedience to every thing way God teaches here. And he said, he will give you rest from the hard bondage, the bondage of sin, which is that they make you serve all the time, all these years. That sin, no matter how terrible that sin, no matter how strong the power that sin is, this truth must give you rest from that bondage. And it may surprise you to know that outside this truth, there's no safety for the righteous. But that righteous person, if they go to church or they ordain, no, he cannot be safe without choosing this truth and walking in this truth. So there's no safety anywhere outside this truth. Because the scripture says in Proverbs 18, verse 10, that the name of the Lord, which is this truth, is a strong tower, that it is a defense. Now, safety be, it's a bulwark, that the righteous run into it and they are safe. Psalm 18, 10. Psalm 18, verse 10. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. The name of the Lord. What is the name of the Lord? The truth, Abby. You are not walking this truth. You are calling me Lord. You cannot run to me. That's what you guys talk. You can only run to me with a godly sorrow that will lead you to repentance. That's all. So to run to the Lord simply means to run to this truth, like I said before. 
Because the truth is in Christ Jesus. It's where? In Christ Jesus. Which I read it. Ephesians 4, 21. Ephesians 4, 21. 4, 21. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus. You know, sir? And you know, the devil, eh? Bible say, he they go about, he they look for whom he will do it, eh? when he will consume. And so the righteous way, they outside is truth, outside God's safety. Now they fall easily into a trap. You know, The rational way run away from this truth because it's too hard. <laughs> My prayer for them is that God will give them repentance to what? To acknowledge this truth. So that they can run back to this truth. Or that they are outside God's safety. So that they can recover themselves from captivity of Satan. Because once you run away from the truth, you're already captive of the devil. You are what? Already captive of the devil. Second Timothy 2, 25 to 26. Second Timothy 2, 25 to 26. In meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves, if God peradventure will give them repentance, to the acknowledging of the truth and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil who are taken captive by him at his will. Hmm. You know, Shana, he said, tell them, if I venture God might give them repentance to acknowledge the truth so that they can recover themselves from the trap of Satan because they are already captive of the devil for running away from the truth. And the righteous who are taking shelter or if you under this truth must also be very careful. Must not consent to when sinner they entice them. Must be watchful unto prayer so that the devil will not entice them into committing one sin or the other. Because the devil knows that it is sin that can temporarily bring those who are in the truth out of safety. Now only sin, Satan know that. Now only one free bring somebody who sin, he don't choose the way or truth, and they walk in it. Now only sin, now go free temporarily. Bring her out of safety. As I've written for seven to eight. Isaiah 54. Seven to eight. Seven to eight. For a small moment have I forsaken thee, but with great mercies will I gather thee. In a little wrath I hid my face from thee for a moment, but with everlasting kindness will I have mercy on thee, saith the Lord thy Redeemer. God, they tell the oh. children of Israel, 
Who are his people? You see, for a moment, oh, I don't take my eye come over your for your protection because of my anger for a little time. But because you are my own, you are showing the way of truth. I will gather you again. I will bring you back under this safety. With my Valasi candidates, I will have mercy on you and bring you back. But before you bring them back, go don't get them waiting. Go boko first. The righteous who are choosing this your truth and walking in it, this is the only family that God knows in heaven of all families in the earth. And God can say, because now let the family know, he go punish them for every sin where they commit. So he can bring them back to safety. Amos 3, 2. Amos 3, verse 2. You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. You see, many people say they be righteous people, they be Christian. Not all of them be family of God. The only family with God know, they be spiritual family of this truth, who have chosen this your truth and are walking in this truth because God is truth. Abi. And he can say he go punish them, Abi. For any sin we then commit, because by that time when they commit that sin, they are out of God's safety. Satan will get them quickly, but he will quickly punish them and bring them back under safety. Second Samuel seven fourteen to fifteen. Second Samuel seven fourteen to fifteen. Second Samuel seven fourteen to fifteen. 14 to 15. I will be his father, and he shall be my son. If he commit iniquity, I will chasten him with the rod of men and with the stripes of the children of men. But my mercy shall not depart from him, away from him, as I took it from Saul, whom I put away before thee. So the righteous nation who are chosen and walking, he say. Ingo, punish them with the rod of men. That is, we will allow you to enter it a hand and a demon and imagine using them to do it, to chase you. We will run back like a child, cry back to your father. But my mercy is still upon you because you are my own. I will not take it away as I took it from souls because of rebellion. Why did they punish them? Because they are not bastards. They be sons and daughters. Not the bastards go not they punish. Switcher bastards. You just they loot and they work out, they go with their sin. And so the punishment, though it may be very painful. But is to make them to repent and come back to them with a godly sorrow and say, Father, 
I've sinned. Forgive me. They're going to show you mercy and bring her back to safety. Go sit down. Don't touch her. Even though I leave her for you temporarily, now for a short time. I don't collect my body back on your hand. Back to under my safety. Now because of sin, that's why you get her away. But now my party, because they are choosing what? The world is truth and they are working it. And so the righteous people, even though you have chosen this truth, you are working this truth, if you commit sin willfully, after we don't choose this truth, you don't know this truth, they work in it. Or you can't go back to the world. After this truth, don't separate you from the world, it don't pull you from, from the pollution of the world. Or you can't go back into falsehood or harlotry. Or into total apostasy that did departure from the faith totally. So people will remain permanently outside the city of God. Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10, 26 to 29. 10, 26 to 29. For if we sin willfully, after that we have received the knowledge of the truth, there remaineth no more sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful looking for of judgment and fiery indignation, we shall devour the adversaries. He that despised Moses' law died without mercy under two or three witnesses. Of how much sorrow punishment, suppose ye, shall he be thought worthy who had trodden underfoot the Son of God and had counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified an unholy thing and had done despite unto the spirit of grace. That is, if we sing willfully after that we have received all of this truth, there remains no more sacrifice for sin. And there is no more sacrifice for sin. They miss your permanent outside God's safety or protection. You see the danger of knowing these truths and commencing willfully, either by departing totally from the truth, into apostasy. Or by going back to the gods of the land where you don't where you don't give up. By going back to the tradition where, where these two don't divide from. You are permanently outside the safety of God's sons. You are now open to demons and witches and wizards. You know, I begin to wonder what must have happened to some of those 70 disciples of Jesus. We say they can't run away from the truth. 
because they said it too too hard. Before they ran away from this street, they chose this way of truth and they were walking in it. During that period, their names were written in heaven according to the scripture. And evil spirits were bowed down to them at the name of Jesus. Now, the hardness of the truth come made them run away from this truth. I do not think that their name will see the men in heaven anymore. And I do not think those demons who bow down to them will begin to bow down to them now. No. They are already outside the truth, outside safety. That are demon bow down to them now. What are you going to do now? We will oppress them. Go possess them. And go come recapture them. And their condition will be worse than the beginning. That's the danger before the righteous who have known this truth, who run away from this truth because it's too hard. The yoke of this truth is very easy. The body is light, according to Jesus Christ. If you pray for grace, you find it easy. As you are praying for grace, God will give you abundant grace. We say, you go to follow and they go. As they had, you go to follow and they obey. Because God don't give you abundant grace to walk in it. So finally, to remain safe in the whole of God's hands, Christians must abide in this truth by obeying the doctrines ready to teach them. There, you can remain safe forever until Jesus comes to take you home. But the righteous, which they did that they go to church, they be church go they, they attend church, they are regular, like I said before, who are walking in falsehood, or walking in hypocrisy, or take delight in the counsel of the ungodly, in the advice of the ungodly, The promises of God we read for Psalm 91 are not for those people because they are walking in falsehood. They are walking in hypocrisy. So that promise of 91 is not for all righteous citizens, only those who walk in the truth by obeying his daughters. May God make us remain the truth to the end. And so we shall stand up to pray. The first prayer point will be, Lord Jesus, keep me by the power in this truth and give me abundant grace to walk in it to the end of my Christian race. Prayer.
pray that the Lord should frustrate every subtle plan of Satan to tempt my soul to, to committing sin. He will frustrate the plan of Satan. We want to tempt my soul into committing sins. So I go bring my heart from outside the safety of Jesus. Lord, frustrate every plan of Satan to use his imagines to entice me into committing sin. Frustrate plan of Satan and his imagines around me. We Satan don't plan close to my life, close to me. Lord, frustrate their plan. Let them not get me. Father, do not allow any tribulation no, or any storm of life or persecution or famine. Things present, things that are yet to come my way. Or any creature, even demons, do not allow them. Or frustration of life, do not allow all these things make me come out of the ship of truth where you don't put me so. Lord, as we walk in this truth, do not allow any evil befall us. Let no plague come near us or near our dwelling places, according to your promise. Let our eyes only see the reward of wicked enemy of our soul.
when these enemies come against us in thousands, these demons come against us in thousands, and they are emergence, like a flood. Let your spirit lift up a standard against them and cause them to fall at our right side in the name of Jesus. Lord, as you have promised, oh, in your word, let your angel take charge over us as we walk in this truth. Let your angel going to keep us in all our ways. And let them bear us in their hands. Lord, as we walk in the truth, when we call upon you, O oh Lord, answer us speedily. As you have promised, do not hide your face from us. Whatever that sin that will make you to hide your face, forgive us and deliver us from that sin. Come and be with us in all our trouble as you promised us. So. Deliver us from all Satan's destruction as you have promised. And from his human agents. Lord, you have promised those who walk in the truth, honor and majesty. May we explain that honor and majesty wherever we go. In the name of Jesus. Let your honor be upon us wherever we go. Oh Lord, as we walk in this truth, Deliver us from the bondage of fear, fear of the terror of the night. Let's try fear from terrifying dreams, which are the torture us. You go deliver us today. You will give us faith, discountenance, to despise it, to count it as shadow, as shaft. Lord, make God escape the trap we sit and set for any one of us. Whatever is that trap, we are not know. Jesus, make a way of escape for me for that trap. Jesus. 
That night work is only setting trap, using human beings, make us to escape from that trap. Lord, sanctify us with eternal life as we walk in this truth. And show us your salvation from sin. Every time, in the name of Jesus, you have promised us. Lord, this kind of pure gold that you have put upon my head, let the devil not take it away. Because you say you have put upon us kind of pure gold. Let the devil not take away this kind of pure gold from my head. Let the devil not push me and tie me to sin that will make the kind of pure gold to lead me. Or to be taken away from me in the name of Jesus. To make me lose this kind of pure goal. Let the devil not to seduce me or tie me to any sin. Let it remain permanently upon me. This kind of pure goal we don't put upon me so. Because we have chosen the way of truth. We are walking in it. There's a kind of pure goal upon your head. Every plan of Satan to pull me out of this ship of truth, for the plan of Satan, whatever the strategy one use, just for me to come up for this truth, ship of truth. Lord, give me the gift of the Son of Spirit to discern this strategy in the name of Jesus. And those human beings we want to use around us, Jesus frustrated their plan in my life. Make me to remain under your shadow, under your feathers. Cover me with your feathers so that the other way they fly by day, no get me as I walk in this truth.
Help me, O Lord, never to walk in the counsel of the ungodly around me. Let me not walk in the counsel of the carnally minded or hollow Christians around me. Give me the grace to seek you, seek your face. Not to just begin to listen to the counsel of the ungodly, they walk in their counsel. Because they are trap, not to destroy us. They will lead us astray. Lord, help me never to walk in their counsel. In the name of Jesus. As we walk in this truth, the blessing we don't hear my packet for us in heaven. Lord, may we receive these blessings. Spiritual blessing, blessing in all areas of life. Me call to receive the blessing, so in the name of Jesus. Showers of blessing, pour them upon us as we work out this truth. Every plan of Satan to make me to commit sin willfully. After I've known this truth. Ah, Jesus, first plan of Satan in my life. Oh, in the name of Jesus. So I said, I know if he gets me. Whatever the pressure, make me to overcome that pressure. To make you to commit sin willfully. Whatever the threats to life make me to overcome all. Make me to be strong in the faith. And remove that fear. He said, The Lord is my light. Whom shall I fear? Whom shall I be afraid? All these enemies will come against us to eat up our flesh. May them fall for our sake. All the innocent person we work out for night. We sit and they carry up witches and witches they carry up and that they pour up a human being. Jesus, let me hide under your feathers. Let none of them get me. In the name of Jesus. Protect me from all of them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let your healing strength flow over us so as they walk in this tutorial. Healing of our soul, spirit, and body, let it flow over us in the name of Jesus. That power will promise us the power to tread upon witches and wizards as they walk for this to give all that power. To trip upon serpents, scorpions, lions. These are witches and wizards, human beasts. We then they around us, we don't know them more than they in the family. They are trying hard to get us, give us the power to trade them down, make us wonder to them. Let our fear fall upon them. Make us to be terror to them.
All their cancer where they take against us, let it not come to pass. All the word, evil word where they don't speak against us, let it not stand. All their evil plan against us, let it come to nothing, I think, or nothing. Let our head be lifted up far above them. Set up upon the rock of this truth so that our head will be lifted up far above our enemies. Run about us. Whatever these enemies have done to us in the spirit realm in our gather are, Jesus destroyed them now in our lives. In Jesus' name we are prayed.